Jackson. All right, guys, you are now tuned into another episode of the latest podcast ever. This is ZTV Presents The Ratchet Hour, and it is your boy, Alizé Rachamel. And today we're going to talk about a lot of things and a lot of stuff going on because it's been an eventful week, an eventful weekend, whatever you want to call it. And right now, today, I'm feeling a little under the weather and it's raining cats and dogs but that doesn't stop nothing we still gonna get into all this celebrity gossip all this hip-hop music all of this reality tv and stuff that's going on all right so over the weekend this weekend i didn't really do much because i have really got really sick but now i'm back and i'm here and we're gonna get it cracking all right so today we're gonna start off our show with a little different energy a little more serious energy because over the weekend Chicago rapper Juice World passed away before boarding his plane, and he was only 21 years old. There's multiple reports coming out and saying a lot of things. There's reports coming out saying he passed away because he took some pills, and they not different news outlets are saying different types of pills, different kinds of pills. They saying that he got some fake pills, or he was trying to hurry up and take the pills because the cops were coming and stuff like that. And this is sad because his career was just taking off. He was just making it big. And he did a tour. He did a world tour with Nicki Minaj around the UK and different foreign countries. He did a joint collaborated album with with Future. And he also released his own project. For some of you who know Juice World, you may know him from Lucid Dreams, which was his big number one hit that took off and got him signed. You may know Hear Me Calling the song find china with future he has a lot of like a lot of bops that came out that were low-key hits like it wasn't lucid dreams was his big hit but those the other songs he had was also hits but not as big as that one he was a great artist he did a lot of features and stuff like that and it's just sad to me because it really hit me when i seen the picture of his lifespan from 1998 to to now and it was just like crazy because I was born in the 90s too I'm two years older than Juice World, which even really hit more towards me to know that life is really short and you gotta just chase your dreams you gotta do what you wanna do and that's how he lived his life he chased his dreams he did what he wanted to do and that's why if you're listening and you're listening to the podcast right now you need to chase your dreams life is too short to just be doing anything and just getting by do what you're passionate about and what brings joy to your life and on that note, we just gonna leave it there and we're gonna have a moment of silence for Juice Wick. Alright now. So now we can get back to our regular schedule program. We can get back to all the mess and all of the drama and things that we talk about on a regular basis. So today we're gonna start off the show a little differently. We're gonna start off with our segment Love is in the Air. And we're just going to let you know, if you haven't listened to the show before, we just tell you about who's in love, how the relationships are progressing, and stuff like that, all right? So first, we're going to get into my girl, Iggy Azalea. So allegedly, sources close to the couple is saying that Iggy Azalea is six months pregnant with her longtime boyfriend, 
Playboy Cardi's baby. And I'm here for this. A lot of people was just upset that she's pregnant by him and things like that. And I really enjoyed their relationship. Like, she's good to him. He's good to her. And congratulations to them on having their baby. And, yeah, have fun. Get lit. And in other baby news, P&B Rock and his girlfriend is also expecting a baby. So congratulations and shout out to him. A baby is a blessing in everyone's life. Then on a messier note, we have NBA Youngboy has been seen cuffing with the rap game star Young Lyric. And if I'm correct, Young Lyric is only about 17 maybe. She might have just turned 18, but I believe she's 17 or 16. And she took a picture with NBA Youngboy and she hugged him and it said, the caption said, NBA's Young Girl. And I just looked at it and I was like, this is corny. And I was kind of like weirded out because he's he's young himself but he's older than her i believe he's 21 maybe 22 but it's just weird because he's always just going out with these younger girls and allegedly he was in a he's already in a relationship allegedly and then you have girls like bad baby who's always posting him saying that she loves Kentrell, which is his real name she has his name tatted and he goes back and forth with his baby mama janiah jania whatever her name is and it's just weird because, one, he's still kind of dealing with baby mother. And two, this it's weird to me because it's like he was even dating Floyd Mayweather's daughter not too long ago. She was also going crazy for him. And it's weird to me because it's like, do these girls not know that he has a sexual transmitted disease that doesn't go away? And are you really ready to risk it and catch something for clout? Like, are you about to sit here and get herpes for clout? Like... I'm not shaming people who have herpes. If you have it, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you. But it's a leap to just go and view somebody who don't have it or you don't have anything to just go and mess with somebody who's known for having it. Like, it's public knowledge that he has it. And then people know it because Janaya admitted to giving him herpes. So that's just a crazy story on a crazy note right there. And that's just... I I pray for a young lyric. Somebody need to tell her if she don't know what's going on she need to tell she need to tell somebody need to tell this girl what's going on with this boy okay and that's it on that we're gonna move on to my next segment of my show which is called reality bites which is where we just dissect reality tv and things going on on reality tv and i want to start off talking about the ladies from married to medicine them and their husband, they went on a trip to a foreign country, which they do every year. So at this point, I really don't know what foreign country they're in, but they're on a trip. I believe it's Mexico. Yes, they're on a trip in Mexico. And basically, the ladies did a sip and paint and they had strippers at their sip and paint. And it just so happened that they, the men, when they went to Mexico, they did a revenge thing and they went to a strip club. And it was just so funny seeing some of the husbands interact with the strippers because they're really corny like they're so corny and old school like it was funny to see dr damon who's in a relationship with dr heavenly and they claim to be so perfect in that they don't do these sinful things and it was so funny seeing him enjoy the strippers and then it was even more funny to see her reaction towards finding out that he was at a strip club and he had a lap dance she was just so like angry and like he was so like nonchalant about it like it was just a funny situation and I definitely feel like it's not a problem if your significant other goes to a strip club 
and they get a <coughs> and they get a lap dance or and they have a fun. I don't see no problem with it. Like it's a chill vibe and maybe they just have a fun. The problem then there's only a problem if they trying to get a private dance or go like in the back room somewhere. Then that is a problem. But as of just dancing and having fun, like I don't mind that. Like I feel like Heavenly made a big deal out of her husband going to a strip club. It just shows how insecure of a person and a woman that she is. Then we have Char. We're gonna move on to our next show. We have Charmaine J from Black Ink Chicago is expecting her first child with her husband Neek, and basically she announced it to her mom, who is now deceased, and may she rest in peace. And she announced it to her mom and his mom, and basically his mother was being a hater, like she was just not happy that they were having a baby, and she didn't accept it. She didn't want to hear about it, and she was just like she rained on their parade, and I just felt like. His mom is a hater. Like, she wasn't happy for them being married. And now, she's also not happy that they're having a baby. Like, and she's just showing that she's a hater. Like, I hate moms like that. Like, you're not dating your son. You're you're hindering his relationship by not accepting what he obviously is in love with. Like, he's in love with Charmaine. And I feel like as a mother, you should be more supportive of what he got going on. And it clearly shows that she's not supportive. Like... It clearly shows that she wants to be his wife. And it's just a bad look and a sad look. And she needs to get it together. Then we have Loving Hip Hop. We have Loving Hip Hop New York is bringing back their OGs like Chrissy, Emily, um, Erica Mena, Sin Santana. And all the OGs from season two are coming back or whatever. And now it's allegedly breaking that they're bringing back Jocelyn Hernandez. To Love and Hip Hop Atlanta And if you know about the show Love and Hip Hop Atlanta You know Jocelyn was a big star She was funny She she helped the success of the show basically Cause she was in season 1 Episode 1 and she helped the show get lit Like some of you may remember Her classic lines like I don't wanna go back to these strip clubs Stevie Or Hey Maid Or what else Call it go Like she got so many iconic lines and the accent is so thick and so good for television. And it's saying that she's coming back to the show. And that right now, they're, they, she was making $2 million when she first was doing the show. And sources are saying that she's going to not be making $2 million. She's going to be making something in the hundred thousands of dollars. Just to see if she can make it through the season. And then once she make it through the season, they will give her like around her original salary. So basically... They're doing a trial, a trial test with Jocelyn. And anybody who knows about Jocelyn or Love & Hip Hop, they know that she's going to bring back the ratings. Like, she's going to do good. All she has to do is stay at the reunion, make, make sure she stay on the set, stay to reunion, and then she's good. And my thing is that if you know Jocelyn, you know she got this. And it's going to be a good show, a good season, and they need her back because Love & Hip Hop Atlanta has been boring. I do feel like Hollywood and Miami kind of surpassed it when it comes to drama and things that we like. And I'm just going to say, I feel like they need Jocelyn back. It's a good look if they get Jocelyn back. And yeah, shout out to the Puerto Rican princess. Get all this coin, get all this money, okay? All right. So we are now going to move on to my next segment of my show. And this is called Beef in the Streets. Not beef in the sheets, not beef in the streets. It's called beef in the streets. 
and basically we just talk about who's beefing why they're beefing we break down the beef and we give a w to somebody and somebody else takes the l so basically today's beef in the street segment is going to be about blogger tasha k versus alexis scott so for those of you who don't know who tasha k is tasha k is a blogger she's a youtuber she has her own series on youtube called unwired with tasha k and she basically do what i do she talk about hip-hop news things and hip-hop culture and pop culture and she spills tea but she calls it wine because that's a part of her brand and she just talk about everybody and she tells their secrets because she i guess she's kind of a celebrity and she knows people who know these people and she's beefing with alexis sky for those of you who don't know alexis sky she is she was on love and hip-hop she is a bartender slash stripper she's known for bartending she's a star tender or whatever and she has a baby with fetty wap allegedly and some people question the paternity or whatever so alexis sky also was on love and hip-hop like i said and she's from new york so basically alexis sky the beef started when alexis sky did a video talking about how um she was she was talking about the issue of sex trafficking and how it's a real thing and it's serious in Atlanta and in New York. And she talked about how she was a part of being sex trafficked and how it affected her. So after Alexis spoke about it, she spoke about it so vague that people just had questions about it. Like, how did this happen to you? How could this happen to you? How did you handle it? And things of that nature. And basically alexis didn't touch on it she didn't say nothing about it so it's close to her was saying she's waiting to say about talk about it on her own platform so then tasha k reached out to her management her then at the time management and they said we keep asking her about it she's not telling us nothing we don't believe it we think she's lying and we don't want to be a part of this because this is a serious issue you cannot lie about being sex trafficked in my opinion, watching the video, I do feel like Alexis Sky was lying. It was too vague. It was little, zero emotion to it. And I just felt like she was lying, in my opinion. So, after that, Tasha K spoke about it on her show. She felt like Alexis was lying. She broke down. She did a breakdown of who Alexis Sky is and a lot of the drama that she's been in. She also spoke about... um allegedly her daughter not being fetty wap's kid but that's fair game because fetty wap has also said he doesn't believe um alexis sky baby to be his daughter she also spoke about how alexis sky uses her baby for sympathy on social media because she's always posting about her baby her baby's illness and she was like alexis sky is using that baby for um for sympathy and likes and stuff like that and Basically, that part right there just didn't go well with Alexis. She took the Instagram live and started going off, calling Tasha K ugly, calling her bald-headed, saying when she sees Tasha K, she's going to beat her up, she's going to knock her out, she's going to spit on her, and things of that nature. And basically, she was challenging Tasha K to join the live, say something she want to see Tasha K. And Tasha K didn't join the live, but she Alexis then went live with the... um. The person who used to be in charge of the shade room, Kyle, and who's now in charge of the neighborhood talk. And she expressed her feelings to Kyle. She started crying. And now the two are in a big beef. And basically, Tasha K clapped back and she posted a picture of 
um, Alexis Sky alleged real, real baby daddy. Like she posted the man, not Fetty Wap, the man who may really be the father of her baby. And she said, basically, um, she said, this is why your baby's on Medicaid, basically because the boy's a regular broke boy and not Fetty Wap. And she knows that Fetty Wap is not the father. So then basically that's where the beef ended currently. And the two are just taking shots at each other and are just arguing. And listening to the beef and dissecting the beef, I don't feel like, I feel like Alexis Sky is saying Tasha K wronged her by talking about her daughter, but she didn't really talk about her daughter. All she said was Alexis uses her daughter's situation for sympathy. And I kind of agree. And my thing is that Alexis was like, kids should be off limit. And Tasha K also says kids are off limit. Tasha K doesn't really talk about people's kids. A lot of people you know that Tasha K is beefing with Cardi B in there in a lawsuit. And one thing about Tasha K, she never said nothing bad about culture. So I know Alexis is definitely dragging this. And if I'm going to give the W to somebody in this beef, I'm definitely going to give the W to Tasha K because she handled her business. She got her job done. And she basically did what she had to do. She's getting her name out there. She's getting her show out there. She's branding. And she's winning. And... To Alexis Guy, I just feel like you need to have thicker skin because you're in an industry where people are gonna talk about you. They're gonna talk about your kids. Like, they're gonna scrutinize everything about your life. Like, for example, Beyonce, she's the biggest star in the world. She doesn't respond to nothing. People talk about Blue Ivy all day and she don't care because her daughter is still richer than those people and she's still doing what she has to do. And that's what I feel like Alexis Guy needs to do. She needs to work, get this money outside of a man, and live life. Like, they portray their life so perfect on Instagram, just live life and ignore Tasha K. But for that, Alexis Sky, you get an L because I do feel like you're lying about the sex trafficking situation and you are being oversensitive because Tasha K never said nothing about your daughter other than that you use your daughter for sympathy, which you do. Okay? So now, that's that on that. We're going to move on to our next segment of the show. Maybe my favorite segment, which is called You Won't Believe This, where we just do a recap of everything going on in hip-hop, and we just give you a review of things going on in pop culture. We break down everything that's going on, and we talk about everything, all right? So, <clears throat> let's start it off. So, Cardi B, a.k.a. Cardisha B, and Offset are now back in the headlines. So, it all started when... Jade, 6ix9ine girlfriend, she got a DM from Offset saying, I miss you for real. And so if you guys don't know who Jade is, Jade Jade is 6ix9ine's girlfriend now. But back in the day, she used to talk to Offset. So Cardi found out that Jade and Offset was talking or whatever. She sent her goons to to the club that Jade works at because she's a star tender as well. She sent her, um, her goons to the club. And they jumped Jade and her sister, Batty G. When I say goons, it was males and females beating up these girls, throwing bottles at them, and stuff like that. So then, it's a video of it and all, so I don't have to say allegedly. Then, the sisters, they couldn't work because Cardi had her peoples at clubs that they worked at and stuff like that. So they were scared to work, scared for their lives. So, they filed a criminal case against Cardi B. And then they got in the courts, and now they they have an open criminal case against Cardi B. So, 
after the the DM or whatever that Jade posted for the world to see, because Offset was still in her DMs, Cardi B and Offset woke up and they claimed that Offset was hacked. They did this whole little weird video where Offset was rubbing Coach's hair and they were both pretending that they've been sleep all day and that they just woke up at 3 p.m. and that they just have so much stuff to do and they was just they didn't see it so she was saying offset was hacked and that it was a fake per like it was somebody else behind his page writing that to jade so if you want to hear from my mouth the writing that the way that the person wrote alleged person wrote is exactly how offset writes on instagram and on twitter but nonetheless she said that offset was hacked but the problem where what Cardi B was saying in the message that she was trying to get to people is that she was saying Offset was hacked on Twitter. But the funny part was he didn't write her on Twitter. He wrote Jade on Instagram. He wrote her on Insta, not Twitter. And those are whole two different things. And then the crazy part is that Offset was dead posting on Twitter and um and Instagram around that time. He was posting such things that he was getting great reviews on, talking about black culture and hip-hop culture. And he was getting such tremendous praise for it. And he was saying that was him getting the praise. So it's just funny to me now that you're getting caught cheating again. You're trying to say it wasn't you. And it's actually a different app, like a completely different app. So it just sucked. And it's just clear that he's still cheating on Cardi B and... It's clear to me that he doesn't want to be with Cardi B. I feel like he got stuck in a situation where things was happening too fast and he doesn't know how to get out of it. And now he's stuck and he's just wishing that he could get out. Like, he cheats constantly. He's still writing Jade. Allegedly, he's still writing Summer Bunny. And Cardi, she needs to leave because clearly he doesn't want to be with her. And I'm starting to see Cardi B for more than who, who she... I'm starting to see her for who she really is. She wants to portray that she's this boss boss bitch and she don't care about nobody and she's so gangster but it's clear that cardi does care what people think because she's always in somebody's comments and her making this fake video is just to show like like it's to please the public so basically to me it's showing that cardi has low self-esteem in herself in her body and even in her relationship and it's just whack and cardi i wish you didn't make that video being a weirdo okay cardi should be and I'm just going to move on to the next topic because I'm sick of her and Offset, okay? So, in other news, Fabulous dropped his um his album, Cold Summer or whatever. And it was a whole big thing because he wanted Shiggy to dance for him to one of his songs. Because Shiggy does dances to songs and the songs just happen to get popping. Because Shiggy has a big following. And Shiggy refused to do the dance for Fabulous because... Fab didn't want to pay him. He didn't cut the check. And Shiggy said, if you want me to dance to your song, you have to pay me. Like, I don't do things for free. And basically, it just caused the whole big thing because people felt like Shiggy should have did it for free. And to be honest, I agree with Shiggy. If you want me to do something, pay me. If this is how I eat and how I feed my family, you need to pay me. I'm not doing nothing for free because you're a fab. And who are you? Like, who are you to be asking me to do something free for? Like, I could see if you was, like, Beyonce level, Michael Jackson level, but you're just fab. And at the end of the day, they, those two people that I named would still pay the person to do what they do. And 
And that's that's that on that. I totally just agree with Shiggy, and that's it. So in other news, we have Sin Santana goes on the rail to address a statement that she made about black men, saying the statement which was that black men love Spanish women and they prefer Spanish women over black women. And basically, I feel like once since said that she did get a lot of backlash from the black community and my thing about since she said her excuse to this was oh i was young and it's from my past experience growing up in the bronx and things like that and my thing is that one i don't feel like she's sorry for what she said and i don't feel like she doesn't agree with the statements that she made i feel like i feel like she got caught up I feel like she meant what she said, and the only way, the only reason that she don't, that she's trying to recant and come back on that is because she doesn't like the backlash that she's getting, and she see that people not messing with her like how they used to mess with her, and I feel like since Santana, if you feel something, you believe something, just because you're getting backlash, don't, don't run from it say it stand by it because now i don't respect you either way because i don't respect you because your your opinion was ignorant in the first place and i don't respect you even more because now you're recanting because you're getting you're getting backlash like say what you mean and mean what you say don't be scared because people are seeing that you for who you really are which is a racist and a colorist and you feel like spanish women are more dominant than black women like at the end of the day it was just a bad a, it was in poor taste and that's apparently who you are don't make excuses for it and we're gonna move on to our next topic we have keisha cole is mad at ots genesis for remixing her classic hit which is her biggest hit love and making it a crip anthem and she basically just said that it's not cool and she doesn't approve of it and my thing to keisha cole is don't have sour grapes like people remix songs keisha cole like that's what this generation is about they remix stuff and they make it into something else like keisha you gotta let it go you can't be too serious about it and you need to just let it go and grow up like you did what you did your run was iconic now let somebody else have the torch keisha Cole. and that's that on that just go somewhere with your little young man and have fun all right so we're gonna get into our next topic which is eminem dropped he dropped some heat on Nick Cannon, okay, and Mariah Carey. Basically, he was featured on, um, I believe it was Fat Joe. I don't, I get Fat Joe mixed up with DJ Khaled sometimes in their music. And he did a verse on the song, and basically in his verse, he just was like saying Nick Cannon got his balls chopped off by Mariah, and he also addressed the Mariah Carey situation, and he accused her of doing drugs or something like that. And then basically. He said he was glad that he didn't get with Mariah because she um, emasculated um, Nick Cannon. And my thing is Eminem. I love Eminem. But my thing is like, I don't want to hear about this Nick, um, Mariah Carey beef anymore, Eminem. I feel like she killed Eminem once she released um, the track Obsessed and she was dressed up as him. I feel like she killed him. And I just feel like they need to let this beef go and they all need to move on but the track was hard and he did kill nick cannon and he did kill mariah so shouts out to eminem because i just love to hear him make music like i love when he come out of his dungeon and he makes some music 
And in other news, we have Lizzo. Lizzo was at the Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers game in a black dress with her entire ass out, okay? Entire ass. Straight ass cheeks out in a black thong. And she was walking and twerking and just being as big as ever. And my thing is, enough, Lizzo. Like, you not only posted 300 new pictures all week. And now you got to go outside and just show your big, fat, wrinkly, indented ass everywhere. Like, enough is enough, Lizzo. And I hate you, fat Lizzo. And I just feel like you just need to stop. And you just need you dragging it. Like, I feel like now it's crossing the lines of body, body positivity, positivity. And it's now becoming a joke. Like, you need to just stop. Like, she had her ass out in a place in front of executives and team coaches. And it was just something that people just don't want to see or don't need to see. And people's going to say, oh, you're only saying this because Lizzo is fat. Cardi does it. Rihanna does it. And no, they don't. Like, when most of these girls go to games, they have on jeans, sneakers, jeans, and heels. Like, they're fully covered up. Like, I feel like Lizzo is just dragging it, and she's looking for attention. She's becoming an attention seeker. And it's just annoying, like, apparently fame is addicting and attention is too. And I feel like Lizzo just needs to just stop. Like, stop it now. Nobody wants to see it. And just stop while your music is still good. Like, I feel like she's doing this because in her heart of hearts, she feels that her music isn't as good as it was. Because she, she came out with this new song called Jerome, and which sounds like Tyrone. Um, by Erica Badu, but she came out with this new song called Jerome, and apparently it's not doing as good as Truth Hurts. So this is what you do when your albums and your music is not doing as good as your first record. You just come out and you just show your ass, literally. And by the way, it's an ass only a mother could love, okay? But next, next we're going to talk about Bad Baby is now facing backlash after she had African braids in her hair. So she was accused by a lot of um not a small group of black women for appropriating black culture and trying to be black and just representing acting as a black acting as if she's a black woman and she took to her insta story to get out her frustration and she, she said she was sick of these bald-headed bitter black women judging her telling her what she can do what she can't do she was like basically i don't say nothing when y'all got this blonde hair in y'all head or when y'all straightening y'all hair or trying to be white i don't say nothing and basically after she made this video dragging black women for their parents and trying to get weaves and stuff people really begin to drag her like dragged her memed her to death talked about her mother her failing career and they let bad baby have it and a lot of people in the industry also began to like unfollow her and stop messing with her and one of the shocks to me was asian doll asian doll is a dark-skinned woman she's a rapper and she was known for she was actually one of the few people that rocked with bad baby she kind of co-signed back bad baby in the hip-hop community and for asian doll to turn on her shows that she really wasn't having it having it when black baby came at 
dark-skinned women and came at women for black women for um straightening their hair and dyeing their hair and having blonde hair and in my opinion i don't feel like she was appropriating culture when she had the braids in her hair because i do feel like if someone wants braids they can have braids like i'm not that big on it but i feel like where she fucked up was when she came at the black women calling them bald-headed and judging their appearance is like now you want a problem and i feel like you're being a ra a little racist because you want outrage and you want attention and i just feel like bad baby she needs to get it together and she needs to find herself because apparently she is another one who did, didn't find herself and she doesn't know who she is and i feel like bad baby just needs to grow up she needs to become a bad adult woman okay bad grown-up that's what she needs to be because this isn't working out for her and i just feel like it's she's another cardi b she's another cardisha she's always in drama she's always in something and people aren't talking about her music like how they need to and i don't know i guess she won't be at the dinner table with Kentrell anytime soon because his mother is not having that either <clears throat> and that's that on that so now we're going to move on to one of my final topic, and you won't believe this, which is basically Wax 100 claims that Nipsey Hussle wasn't a rap legend. And he said it. I did not say it. And I'm about to tell y'all my feelings on that. So he said that Nipsey Hussle was not a rap, a rap, a rap legend. And I will honestly just have to agree with that statement. Like, I don't feel like Nipsey Hussle was a rap legend. God bless, God rest his soul. And I feel like, yes, he did some great business moves. Yes, he may have did a lot for um, his community in L.A. And I'm not from L.A., but I feel like that, kudos to you and shout outs for you for being a great human being. But music wise, I don't feel like he was a rap legend i did not know none of his music until he passed away i heard racks in the middle and then i liked it um i it's now i only can i can't even like say his songs word for word i don't know what his album's names was and then even when it comes up to that grammy situation i don't feel like he should have won that grammy out of the lineup i feel like it should have went to travis scott or even cardi b because they're the only two that i knew up there and they was the only two who records were really played on radio and i just feel like what wax 100 said was real real shit and i felt like people are mad about it but we need to be real and not just follow what the the um media is telling us or what people want us to believe and i feel like it's important now for you to say your opinion we're in a climate where you could just say what you want to say and you might as well say the truth i don't feel like nipsey was a rap legend or is a rap great and i just feel like it is what it is he might have been an amazing person but a rap legend he was not and i'm just gonna move on from that and god bless everybody and his family shout out to lauren london i love you all all right so we have reached the end of my show and every time we get to the end of my show we do this thing that i like to do we give out two awards and our first award is weirdo of the week you heard and i'm gonna give this week's weirdo of the week to two people two special people shout out to female rap okay weirdo of the week 
this week is going to Bad Baby for getting mad at one black woman's comments in her comment section and then calling the whole entire black woman race black, bold, and bitter. And I'm just going to give her the award for Widow of the Week because why would you drag a whole race of women because a, a few of them don't agree with you having African braids in your hair? And by the way, the braids look stupid. Like, they look stupid on you. Like, your hair texture wasn't right for the braids, and you just looked it dumb, and you looked it weird, okay? You looked it stupid. And clearly, you don't have no friends because they ain't tell you that, all right? Then she is sharing this award, okay? It is a tie for Weirdo of the Week. And my second Weirdo of the Week is going to Cardi B for making that video after Offset was in Jade's inbox. Because at the end of the day, Cardi, you do anything for clout. You are press, 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 press. Cardi wants all of the press, okay? And apparently people ain't ringing your line no more. Because at the end of the day, why would you make a whole video addressing him cheating, trying to say it wasn't him, you got the wrong app, you got the wrong thing hacked, and you now look stupid because you did all of this and the time isn't adding up, the the app isn't adding up, you looking like you lying like you just woke up, you got offset rubbing coach ahead, talk about don't talk sweetie, I got this, I'm gonna say this. Like, you just, the video was just weird. And you guys can go watch the video yourselves and just look at it. It's just weird. And you're fronting for people. And at the end of the day, you're showing us how much low self-esteem you got that you're just allowing this man to keep cheating on you. And you out here fighting women and catching cases and stuff like that. And I'm just going to say, widow of the week, it goes to Cardi B. And it goes to Offset. Because he was just sitting there so scared, like... He ain't want to say nothing because he ain't want her to bust him in the head or pistol whip him. Because, you know, that's what she does. And it's just a weird situation all around and all together. All right. So now we have reached the final segment of my show where we just give somebody MVP of the week. Okay. So if you guys don't know, MVP of the week is where we shout out somebody for doing a thing this week, representing, and we show them some love. And this week, our MVP of the week is no other than Shiggy. Shout outs to Shiggy for telling Fab and Meek, run me my money. Ain't nothing free in this world, and ain't nobody gonna do nothing free in this world, okay? So with, that's what Fab and Meek need to understand. People don't have to do you a favor off of your status and their status. And I'm just happy for Shiggy for standing up for himself and letting them know, if you want me to do X, Y, and Z, you need to pay me and cut that check. Okay? Mucho dinero. He wants his money. He's not dancing for free. I'm sure Drake or the record label paid him. And that's what y'all need to do too. If y'all want y'all song to go billboard and you want people to do the challenge, pay Shiggy what he deserve. Like, you guys were one struggling artist, pay him what he deserve and what he needs. And that's not on that. And shout out to Shiggy, okay? Get your money. All right, guys. Thank you for bearing with me, guys, because I'm really sick right now, and I just got through the show. I just had to say, let you guys know what was going on. I didn't want to stop my show for nobody because can't nothing and no one defeat me all right and if you listen to this just chase your dreams guys do what you need to do live out your truth 
and have fun. Make sure you're not just doing stuff because it's work. Make sure you're doing stuff that's going to progress you. And even if you have to work, chase your dreams on the side, all right? Because your dreams don't fund themselves. And on that note, I'm done. I'm out of here. It's your boy, Alizé Rashamel. You guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Rashamel. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. You guys can follow me on Facebook at Alizé Rashamel. And yeah, you know where to find me, Jahit. And I'm out of this bitch.